In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass Mary Doherty. Her funeral took place earlier on in the week and the Mass especially offered for her. I ask you also to remember in your prayers of today's Mass Frank McGettigan who died yesterday. To begin, to begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, from whom all good things come, grant that we who call on you in our need may at your prompting discern what is right and by your guidance do it. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the first book of the Kings. When Elijah reached Horeb, the mountain of God, he went into the cave and spent the night in it. Then he was told, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. Then the Lord himself went by, and there came a mighty wind so strong it tore the mountains and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind came an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire there came the sound of a gentle breeze. And when Elijah heard this, he covered his face with his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Then a voice came to him which said, What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I am filled with jealous zeal for the Lord of hosts, because the sons of Israel have deserted you, broken down your altars, and put your prophets to the sword. I am the only one left, and they want to kill me too. Go, the Lord said. Go back by the way to the wilderness of Damascus. You are to go and anoint Hazel as king of Aram. You are to anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, a king of Israel. And to anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, of Abel Mehoah, as prophet to succeed you. The Word of the Lord. It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. O Lord, hear my voice when I call. Have mercy and answer me. 
Of you my heart has spoken, seek his face. It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Hide not your face. Dismiss not your servant in anger. You have been my help. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Hope in him. Hold firm and take heart. Hope in the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. And Jesus said to his disciples, You have learnt how it was said, You must not commit adultery, but I say this to you. If a man looks at a woman lustfully, he has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And if your right eye should cause you to sin, tear it out and throw it away, for it will do you less harm to lose one part of you than to have your whole body thrown into hell. And if your right hand should cause you to sin, cut it off and throw it away, for it will do you less harm to lose one part of you than to have your whole body go to hell. It has been said, anyone who divorces their wife must give her a writ of dismissal. But I say this to you, everyone who divorces their wife, except for the cases of fornication, makes her an adulteress, and anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. The Gospel of the Lord. Normally, if there hadn't been feast days and masses in which we were particularly saying it for our special intentions, then we would have followed in a continuous continuous fashion uh, readings from uh, the Book of the Kings and hear about the prophet Elijah over these last few days. Uh, we began at the beginning of the week with a reading and we kind of come to the end uh, with a reading as well. Simply we know that this is one of the greatest of all of the prophets of the Old Testament and everybody uh, in the Old Testament kind of reveres the prophet Elijah. But here we, we, we hear of the prophet Elijah on the run uh, from his enemies and he's kind of taking uh, refuge in a, in a cave and he's, he's kind of praying, if you like, or reflecting and he's seeking the face of God. Uh, and what we hear then is, is all sorts of things that happen in the cave. Uh, the mighty wind comes, the earthquake comes, fire comes. But God's not in any of these things. And then we hear that there is a kind of a gentle breeze that blows over the cave. Uh, and the prophet Elijah puts his cape over his face because uh, God is in the, the gentle breeze. It's a kind of lovely uh, reminder, isn't it, that we seek God in all sorts of places and we expect to find him in, in different places, but the reading itself uh, reminds us that we find him in the unexpected place, in the gentle breeze that blows over us and the simple events of ordinary life itself. And there's much to kind of reflect on that in our own life. We hear then that the prophet himself is then commanded to go and continue his mission. Uh, it's not to end here in the cave but that he's to go and anoint uh, the kings and the prophet uh, to follow on uh, God's uh, message. So 
It doesn't end here in the cave, but it continues. Uh, and the prophet sent out to anoint the, the people as kings uh, and the prophet who will succeed him. I think it's very, very easy to misread the gospel reading of today's Mass and I'm sure that it kind of sends a, a shudder down your spine. Uh, if your eye does the wrong thing, then you have to pluck it out. If your hand does the wrong thing, then you have to cut it off. Uh, and all those kind of things about about marriage and so on. It's very easy to to misread those things. And I want to give you just a, a kind of direction uh, to read them. I think you have to understand very often uh, the person who writes the gospel and the audience to whom the, the gospel itself is very often addressed. And we know from the history books that uh, Matthew himself uh, is addressing a, a Jewish community uh, and of course he, he then focuses Jesus' teaching through things that they themselves would understand. And so what we hear then is that, that in a certain sense, uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, in parts of the Sermon on the Mount, uh, Jesus uh, is pictured as a very strict kind of teacher, almost as strict, if you like, as the Pharisees, because the Pharisees would have said exactly what Jesus himself says. If your eye offends, then pluck it out. If your hand uh, causes you to do any harm, cut it off. Uh, and all those things about marriage itself. It, it couldn't even couldn't be more strict uh, than what uh, Jesus himself is, is portrayed or, or focused to say. And yet you have to take it in the broader sense. Because what Jesus himself is speaking about in the Sermon on the Mount is the challenge of love. How are we, how are we going to love? How are we going to love expansively rather than a kind of narrow sense? And of course then what, 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 what he speaks about in the Sermon on the Mount is how to love, uh, how to avoid doing wrong, how to uh, somehow uh, uh, love as God uh, would wish us to love. And of course there are great challenges in that. And so those kind of metaphors, if you like, those... Uh, very severe uh, things that, that Jesus says are, are said in that kind of context. Uh, it's a challenging kind of love. Uh, it's a love that kind of goes that extra mile, uh, just as he says in, the, in, in, in other passages of, of this sermon. Uh, it walks the extra mile. It, 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 it even allows the, the person to offer their cheek uh, when they've been struck in, in, in another cheek. Uh, it's that sense in which love itself goes even further, uh, is even more challenging. So it's easy, in a certain sense, to, to misunderstand the passage as a, as a kind of, you know, does he expect us to pluck out our eye? Does he expect us to cut off our hand? Does he expect us to, to do all of these things? Well, really, it's in, in the context of love, isn't it? You know, love itself has its challenges. Uh, it's easy to love uh, when other people love you, but what about loving people when they don't love you? Uh, what about loving uh, people when there's no return uh, to you? What about a, a love that sacrifices? So Jesus is, is speaking about a love that's more expansive than just that kind of love that we look for something maybe in return, or that kind of superficial love that, that's here today and gone tomorrow. It's a deep love that he, he's speaking of uh, today in this reading.
especially ask you in your prayers uh, today to remember uh, Mary Doherty uh, and to remember her family who grieves for her in these times. Uh, a very good woman, uh, a very kind woman, very sincere woman as well. And a, very, uh, a very good woman who was dedicated to the life and the welfare of her own family. And today we ask God to, to, split, to bless her at the end of her own earthly journey uh, with peace uh, and to reunite her with those that she loved here in this earth. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Look kindly upon our service, O Lord, we pray, that what we offer may be an acceptable oblation to you, and lead us to grow in charity, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. His death we celebrate in love, his resurrection we confess with living faith, and his coming in glory we await with unwavering hope. And so, with all the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and suffered willingly into, and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, 
We offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop and all the clergy. Remember Mary, whom you have called from, your, from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your Son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
Let us pray. May your healing work, O Lord, free us, we pray, from doing evil, and lead us to what is right, through Christ our Lord. And we ask Mary's special help in these days to protect all of us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now, and at the hour of our death. Amen. And we remember Mary specially in her prayers. Eternal rest, grant unto her, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon her. May she rest in peace. And may her soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth. The Mass is ended. <laughs>